0: Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish.
1: Well, greetings and a hearty welcome, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your love light host, and we are delighted for you to join us on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We are truly grateful to our worldwide listeners who tune in live and on demand. We have a splendid show today. The way of inner rewilding, finding wholeness in the world with Holly Copeland. Do you feel overwhelmed, fragmented, and disconnected by life's challenges? Have you taken on the heaviness of energies in the world that make you feel out of alignment with your inner being? How can you find Your way back to who you truly are. Carl Jung quotes, Your vision will become clear when you look into your heart. Who looks outside dreams, who looks inside awakens. It's hard to come face to face with ourselves, the shadow side that permeates victimhood and aspects of ourselves that dictate how we cope and respond. Aspects of ourselves that make us feel unlovable, unloved, and unloving. Those repressed emotions of guilt, anger, blame, and shame. But we can integrate, love, and embody all aspects of ourselves. But it takes inner work, good work, that transforms our lives. And our outstanding guest today, Holly Copeland, will show us the way to find wholeness in a world that feels like it's falling apart. Holly is the founder of Heart Mind Alchemy, conservation scientist turned wellness entrepreneur and leader at the intersection of technology consciousness, and energy healing. Frustrated and saddened by the state of the planet, she left her established career as an ecologist to reclaim inner joy and find lasting happiness and well-being. Holly connected in body, mind, and spirit with her wild, soulful self and now supports others to heal and find joy and limitless potential through the path she calls inner rewilding. And as a human potential coach, meditation and breathwork teacher and energy healing practitioner, Holly's mission is to support people to become unshakable in a world that feels like it's falling apart to discover the freedom, joy, and abundance that awaits when we rewild within. (laughs) So now I am just delighted to welcome Holly Copeland to our show today, The Way of Inner Rewilding, Finding Wholeness in the World. Welcome, Holly.
2: Thank you so much, Dr. Jean Farish. I am so, so excited to be here.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Holly. Uh, You've been on Love Light before and thank you for uh, returning. And I just uh, must share that when we were initially talking about the episode, I was certainly intrigued by your unique concept of inner rewilding that we are certainly going to hear more about. But before we begin uh, with uh, an exploration of what rewilding is about, tell us a little bit about your your journey and what led you on your path.
2: Yeah, well, thank you. You spoke about it in the, in the biography that you just uh, read, so thank you, but I will give a little bit of added some detail to that. So like you said, I You know, I was a conservation scientist with a leading conservation organization. I had an established career, and I honestly thought I would do that for the rest of my life. And, oh, starting about six or seven years ago, things started to change. And one of them was just my sense inside that this, you know, the the challenges of the world and the sense of waking up every morning and feeling like it would ne- whatever i did it would never be enough there would never be enough time money or resources to quote unquote save the planet that i cared so much about and it this kind of sense of despair over the planet was like is this how it's going to be i don't feel like i can do this anymore like this there has to be a different way and i went out on a mission to find that way and now, that way I articulate and teach is the way of inner rewilding. Yeah. Mm.
1: yeah. Well, thank you so much. And your work is absolutely beautiful and astounding. And you really, you are making your mark in the world. Holly, you know, we can't keep up with what's going on in the world, Co- coupled with our personal challenges. We're all affected vicariously, even if we're not directly experiencing events that's affecting humanity We are residents of Mother Earth and what happens in one part of the world affects us all. There's so much pain in the world. Is it really possible to live in joy and abundance even now?
2: It totally is. (laughs) And in fact, I would say it's necessary. It's what has to happen in order for the world to change. And each one of us has to decide to reclaim that for ourselves. We cannot ask others to do the work that we can't. If we can't find the happiness and joy within, then we will not see it in the world. And so it's our responsibility, I think, to reclaim it for ourselves. And I believe that the, the ancestors, the elders, the wisdom teachers, all those who stayed connected to the earth and who brought forth that who have carried the flame of that ancient wisdom of how actually to stay connected to in our inner truth? They're the ones we need to turn to right now, and and they're the ones who have shown and held the flame of the way.
1: Mm. And Holly, you uh, you have such a unique skill, and you you've combined modern science with this ancient wisdom. <laughs> so it, it's, it's it's a, it, I mean, it's really astounding how you've integrated that. And even in your training as an ecologist and your conservation work or whatever, you saw things on a different level that many of us don't see. <laughs> so we really appreciate you, uh, you know, really making that transition in your journey, but really making it more meaningful for yourself as you show others the way. And this brings me right into the topic, the way of inner rewilding. Please elaborate on that.
2: (laughs) Sure, I would absolutely love to. So the way of inner rewilding is um, a path that I articulated as I kind of emerged from this journey that I've been on to, say, rewild myself to reclaim the joy and the peace and that wellness the that that unshakable wellness within and what i the way that came through me was really these four main elements so i i'm I have, and my, I'm just going to say as a scientist, I've always loved making things really simple and really clear. And in fact, you know, all my, my education was as a geographer. So I feel like I'm, I'm kind of like a guide or a way shower. And what I had been doing was doing that for the outside world. And now what I try to do is articulate for the, for the inner path, the so-called inner path. And it has four main elements, And so the first element is to awaken to your essential being. We have to find that ground of essential being first. I'm going to go through all four quickly and then we'll back up and we can talk about them more in depth. So awaken to your essential being and then attune to the cosmic dance. There's a wild vibrational universe uh, connected that is happening all around us and we can tune into that cosmic dance. The third one is. To allow the natural flow of life. So we attune to the vibratory universe, then we allow it to flow through us. Hmm. And then the last element is once we've done that, we align to our wild, soulful self, what we are uniquely here to be and share in the world, our unique expression of the divine.
1: Hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, uh, this path, I think I, I, I cited something. The path is a dance not necessarily linear, and uh, I think you mentioned, in other words, each of us is on a wild human journey, and it's essential to know our essential being and activate this inner what well, circulatory for circuitry for our co-creation. Holly, exactly. that's, that's beautiful, and we're going to learn more and more about it what about this whole concept of wholeness? Uh, what's your concept of that? And oh. what gets what gets us out of alignment with feeling whole?
2: Yeah. So beautiful question. Thank you. So what gets us out of alignment is that when we don't know our essential being, it feels as though actually it's it's it goes back to feeling like we're a separate self walking around in a separate body. And I have to do work and make things happen in order to make things better. So there's an ultimate sense of me versus the world and all the ancient teachings, the essential, you know, whether you're talking about mystical Christianity or Kabbalah or Buddhism at their core is a teaching that actually that's a that's an illusion. We aren't separate. In fact, we're all connected, and there is a you know scientists tried to describe this as as ether actually early on, and it was dismissed. But it's it's really coming back. This idea and this notion that there is a, a unifying web that connects everything and everyone, and when we can tap back into that, then we feel. An inner sense that connectedness is a sense of wholeness, and now the the whole world shifts when we understand this—that we're essentially connected and whole.
1: Mm, Beautifully said, Holly. When we do the inner work, how does that affect others of the collective consciousness? Can you highlight that since we're all in this together? Sure.
2: So, (laughs) um, because we're because we're connected, if we, essentially, if we bring our own being, our own uh, vibrational resonance um, of, so each of us has a vibrational field around us so we can get more into that. But when we're sitting, for example, in anger or sadness, we're actually emanating that vibration out into the universe. And so we are... Creating more dissonance in the field. But when we come back into whole into our own sense of love and well-being in vibrational resonance with ourselves, that's the signal that we're sending into the universe. So it's a little bit like we're a radio and we're, you know, broadcasting a signal. And that's, you know, so we want to be broadcasting the signal of love and light, right, What this (laughs) theme of the show, not of sadness and despair.
1: Mm. Wow, that's a nice explanation, and Holly, you know, as we talk about the concept of wholeness, and, and this brings me to the shadow side of ourselves, that part of us that kind of splits us off from our true self, that part of us that, you know, holds those repressed Thoughts or feelings that keep us stuck. Uh, What's your concept of how we illuminate the shadow to 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 look behind the veil of of the conscious mind? And you know, it's hard to accept these parts of ourselves that don't make us feel so good or feel unloving or unlovable or whatever. What's your take on the shadow side, and how can we dance (laughs) with this aspect of ourselves?
2: Yeah. So, my take is that these parts of us that are, you know, that feel inherently sad or angry or whatever are frozen. It's like frozen light inside us. It's a place where the energy in our being is not moving. And usually, this is because there was a trauma early on, you know, something happened to us early in our childhood and we had to contract, we had to pull in our energy in order to stay safe. And so it was actually a good strategy at the time of protecting ourselves. And that energy, though, now is stuck or frozen. And so in order to uh, to overcome the shadow, we actually need to do the opposite of what we think, rather than turn away from it and and run, which is kind of the instinctual. We need to be able to to go into it and feel it because to feel is to heal. So we need to let ourselves actually see and feel. And often it's really helpful to work with another person on this. Um, I certainly worked with many beautiful teachers on my journey. I didn't do this work alone. So we come together and Um, and then gently allow that those spaces in us. And they're literally like frozen energy Mm -hmm. and allow them to gently unfold like a flower that's been waiting to bloom. Um, and, and through careful patient work, we can work through them and they will not, you know, they will be free. We can face our shadows and be finally free of those energies.
1: So there is hope. And for our listeners, uh, we are so glad for you to be here pointing the way. And before we go on break, Holly, can you brief, you know, we are many are stuck in suffering and we're seeking solace uh, or trying to feel better about ourselves uh, 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 through looking outside of ourselves, buying things, uh, this materialistic parag- paradigm of consciousness that keeps us stuck in suffering can you briefly highlight it and we as we come back from break you can share more about it
2: okay great yeah i will highlight a lot more in a in a little meditation that i'll lead okay. but i will but i will say that for first the essential, the first step is to pause and you know feel actually the energy in your own heart stop Trying to find a solution outside, but give yourself the grace of pausing and it's casting your eye inside to just start to feel what's here now. Mm -hmm. What's the energy that you feel in your own being? And and do that. Um, Pema Chodron, the Buddhist nun, said, "Feel the feeling, drop the story. Mm -hmm. So let yourself feel without without the burden of a story." You know, like if you feel shame or guilt or judgment, I'm too fat or I can't do well enough or what, you know, whatever feeling you're stuck in, I'm not good enough. I'll never mm-hmm. actually just pause and feel where that, mm-hmm. where do you feel it in your body? and What does it feel like? And just mm-hmm. give yourself the grace of sensing and knowing mm-hmm. that.
1: Well, wonderful. We're going we're gonna to talk more about this, uh, but it's time for us to take a brief commercial break. So for our listeners, don't go away. We will be right back with more on the way of inner rewilding, finding wholeness in the world with our outstanding guest, Holly Copeland, founder of Heart, Mind Alchemy, human potential coach, meditation and breathwork teacher, energy healing practitioner. Stay tuned. We will return shortly.
3: Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal 21 Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21 day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love love mastery devotion journal 21 day weekly prompts and affirmations is available on amazon.com and balboa press
2: Dot com, or click the link on the Love Light Show page.
3: Best selling authors international news honors best selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today.
2: your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light.
1: Well, welcome back to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. And if you're just joining us, we are with our outstanding guest, Holly Copeland, founder of Heart Mind Alchemy, human potential coach, meditation and breath work teacher, and energy healing practitioner on our show today, The Way of Inner rewilding finding wholeness in the world and holly when we left off before our the commercial break we were talking about uh, i think you shared beautifully how we get stuck in our stories and Mm. you know looking outside of ourselves uh for that uh, that that comfort and feeling good and what we need to do to overcome the trap of not enough and being stuck and and stuck in our stories So, Where do we go from here? Let's pick it up from where we left off. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Well, you know, so what we're what I was guiding you into was, you know, stuck in those stories and feeling, letting the energy move, you know, feeling the feeling of whatever it is, shame, guilt, and letting it move. And where what I want to talk about right now is how I want to turn it back a bit to our indigenous beautiful indigenous cultures around the world. And I know that this show is global. So that just makes my heart glow because all around the world, you know, native peoples and indigenous cultures knew how to transform the shadows, right? Mm -hmm. Through dance, through music, through community, they built, you know, all these tribal cultures were built on um, different ways to alchemize or shift these um, dissonant energies within us into basically coherent, harmonious energies, right? They knew how to transform the shadows into light and love. And that's what their song and their dance and their music and their working with plant medicines... um, the, you know, their indigenous ways were built around this ancient knowledge. And I think we're in a time where we're coming back to understanding they held the knowledge of something very, very important. And we're coming back to a time of rediscovering and re um, rewilding the Western culture back into these ways.
1: Don't you agree? I certainly agree because I think people have uh, gotten enough of the old way and they're looking for something new. And I love that concept of returning to our ancestors, returning to the old ways, connecting to the earth, the dance, the song, the prayer, the meditation, the things that kept us disconnected from our community, from others, and most importantly, Holly, ourselves. Exactly, exactly. It's like they were
2: actually showing us how to reconnect with ourselves through the connection of community, uh, you know, in all the different ways that they held these, you know, ancient ceremony. That's what the art of ceremony it's is all about, right? It's about reconnecting with the sacred wisdom, that earth wisdom that she holds, right? And then we can get into sacred geometry and the ways that, you know, that all of this is showing up to the to into our lives and understanding that there's a sacred, intelligent, divine network that underlies everything. And we're a part of
1: that network. We're not separate from it. We are it, you know. And and Holly, what you mentioned earlier, you know, even as we looked at uh, around the world at all of the practices, the spiritual practices. It's something about they're all kind of centered on the same concepts, right? Right. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, yeah. When we peel away the dogma, you know, Mm -hmm. the, the stuff that's on top that, you know, very, especially there's a lot of, you know, anything that has the flavor of guilt or shame, or you have to do this, or, you know, those kinds of things, I call that, that's the sort of religious dogmatic overlay. But if yes. you calm down underneath that and you go to the essence of the teachings, the heart of the teachings, they're always about connection and love and coming back to the, you know, whether it's the kingdom of heaven within, you know, it's said, it's just kind of buried underneath, you know, any of the guilt and shame.
1: Yes, yes. And in essence, it's all about love.
2: <laughs> in in essence, it is all about love, right? And love and I think we have a, you know, our understanding of what love is, is um, we have kind of a mind conceptual idea of what love is, but I think actually it's not what love is at all. What love is, is the deep sense of connection. Love is relationship, is to be in harmonious relationship. Anywhere that appears in your life where you're in harmonious relationship, that's that's the footprint of love, you know?
1: Yes. I know in my travels uh, to other countries, it's like the love was the, the binding connection. Aside from language barriers or whatever, love spoke volumes, even though we didn't even, may not have spoken the same language exactly. or couldn't understand each other. It's like the heart connected, our hearts connected.
2: Connected. And that. Um, I think it's a perfect segue into the meditation I wanted to lead because it, what that really is, um, one of the, one of my um, teachers that I've studied with and um, absolutely love is Rupert Spira. And he talks about love as the knowing of our shared being, that we're, this the interconnected web that we talked about before, that we feel, when we feel and understand that we actually share our being, each of us, we're not separate beings, but we have a shared being that's the same, not similar, but one shared being, the, the cosmic consciousness, the interconnected divine web, all of that is the, that's the shared one being. And that's why in my re, inner rewilding, I put awaken to your essential being um, as I said, this, these are not linear concepts, but it, I do list it first because awakening to our shared essential being is the doorway into our freedom and wholeness. It's the first doorway.
1: Yeah. Yes.
2: Yes. So maybe I'd do a little guidance into uh, entering that doorway for everybody. Of course. <laughs> of course. All right. Perfect. And I'm going to bring in a tuning fork tool um, for fun um, because these vibrational tools can really help also induce this coherence or harmony within us. Um, Okay. And so this is a 222 fork. And I just invite you wherever you are to close your eyes. Just gently turn your gaze inwards. Feeling any felt sensations. And wherever you are, if you're working or out and about, then don't close your eyes, but just let your gaze feel inward and feel sensation arising. Feel whatever is coming up for you. Just notice that. And then notice. So turn your focus away from that to that which is aware. So something is aware. And notice this something that I'm pointing to that has no boundaries, no edges. It's just one space and everything is arising within that space. And notice that anything can arise. So the sound of my voice the feeling, the sound of this fork, which will come and go. But that space of your essential being, that aware, awake space is itself unchanging. So everything in our world is moving. It feels like it's moving, like waves on the ocean. But that space, it itself isn't moving. It's the same one awake space. And then notice, maybe, that that's the same awake space you've always had. I noticed for myself, when I was five years old, it's the same space. Millions of things have come and gone in my experience of being human. But that awake space is the same one awake space. So see if you can feel that. And that same one awake space will always be here. So no matter what happens, whether a good thing happens that you would call the mind might call a good thing, something the mind might call a bad thing, this same one awake space is happening. And then notice that this awake space will allow whatever's happening. It's unconditionally allowing of whatever will happen, which means that it has the ability to be with anything with no judgment, No shame, no guilt, no story. It's not creating the story. Your mind is creating. The thoughts are creating the story. But feel that in this space, there's no story. There's just the pure, open, loving essence of your being. Poet John O'Donohue calls this primal benevolence. At the heart of every being across the whole world is the same primal benevolence. This is your essential being. This is who you really are. When you let go of all the stories, all the criticism, all the guilt, all the shame, all the judgment, it's just this beautiful, open, loving essence of your being. And it will never leave you. And it is the same essential loving being in every single one of us and it's okay if thoughts arise and they question could it be this simple could it is it really this easy to come back to who I really am you can even let those voices those questioning voices it's fine just let them be but just Keep returning, keep refocusing, relaxing back into this knowing that who you really are is pure love, pure light. And it always has been and it always will be. And then just take a few last slow breaths into your belly. And send this knowing to every single cell in your body. like A message of clarity and truth and beauty. Mm, thank you all so much. Just send infinite love and light out to every single being that's listening to this today.
1: Mm. Holly, thank you for the beautiful uh uh, work that you share with us and of course listeners can tune back in to to listen again the vibration of sound is so uplifting and calming and it gives us that light touch and as you indicated uh that the return to our soulful self that part of us that's stable loving and unchanging Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved it. I mean, I get chills from, I mean, I got chills <laughs> from hearing that. Uh, so that, yeah. thank you so much. It, Hallie, uh, the, yeah. talk a little bit about meditation and breath work, the benefits, and why is meditation and turning inward so critical to happiness and well-being?
2: Yeah, Thank you for that. So, you know, meditation is this is the essential path of this recognition of our shared being in its essence that's really what it's about it's coming back to this clarity of who we really are when we drop away the stories but if we're always you know keep casting our attention outward into the world on all the myriad and diversity of things in the world then we lose sight it it obscures or clouds this essence of our being, you know, it's like the windshield is dirty and we can't see through it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, it's all fogged up and we it's, it's impossible to see our shared being. And so the meditation is a little bit like, you know, clearing the windshield so that we can see the clarity of our essential being. We have to take that time to come back to really know ourselves who we really are. Um, mm. And, you know, that doesn't have to be an hour long process. You know, this was something that was really a revelation in my own journey because I did um, at a point like three hours of meditation a day um, because, you know, I was following different inner paths. And, and there's some beautiful reasons to do that. And for those people who feel called to do that, that's, you know, I'm not okay. disparaging it, but I'm also saying you don't need to do that in mm. order to see your essential being. Thank know, you know, yes. 15, 10, 15, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, half an hour, those are that's plenty of time to come back to your essential being.
1: Wow, that is wonderful. Uh, because we've been Sometimes misguided that we have to sit a certain way or be in a certain way, but thank you for sharing that, and we'll talk a little bit more about it when we come back from our break, and so listeners, stay tuned for more on the way of inner rewilding, finding wholeness in the world with our outstanding guest, Holly Copeland, founder of Heart, Mind, Alchemy, Human Potential Coach, Meditation, and Breathwork Teacher, Energy Healing Practitioner. We will return shortly. Stay tuned.
3: Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love.
4: I'm Judy Satori, I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on the Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender, but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question-and-answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at ascension library.org have a wonderful day
3: vicki winterton and dr jean marie farish have compiled a dynamic book we're all in this together embrace one another an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love resilience inclusivity and compassion This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Best-selling authors international news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishMagazine.com.
2: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed.
0: VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean-Marie Farish feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on facebook reach gene at gene 72 farish at yahoo.com that's gene 72 farish at yahoo.com and now back to love light
1: well you've been listening to love light living in the spirit of love and Joining me today is our amazing guest, Holly Copeland, founder of Heart Mind Alchemy, human potential coach, meditation and breath work teacher, energy healing practitioner. On our show today, The Way of Inner Rewilding, Finding Wholeness in the World. And Holly, we were talking about meditation, and you took us through that just astounding uh, meditation uh, during the second segment. And Let's just talk a little bit about meditation and breath work because sometimes we have this concept that can be a turnoff, and people feel like I don't have time, you know, I can't be still or whatever. So, what can you share uh, that will help people right now in terms of breath work and meditation?
2: Okay, great. So, in terms of meditation, I like I was sharing it before we went to the break that even 10 minutes of returning to your essential being it can be an incredible help. And, you know, there are a number of teachers who have short guided meditations. I recommend doing a guided meditation at first. And then once you get the hang of it, you can, you know, do this on your own. I have a channel on Insight Timer, the free uh, app and and. A website that has some very short guided meditations into this, so we can share those. Um, but they're, you know, they're on my website on heartmindalchemy.com. dot um, So that's, you know, I guess I would say I recommend guidance at first for for how to do this. Um, and then I want to turn a little bit to breath work because it's also a really, you know, you and I were talking on the break. It's such an important part of a way to bring our bodies back into coherence and harmony like we were talking about earlier. Um, And I want to introduce this idea of um, how to bring the body back into it. You know, ancient cultures, we were talking about indigenous cultures. So shamans used to use drum beats, you know, and those drum beats, people looked at those drum beats and they scientists found that those drum beats, that rhythm is actually mirroring the resonant frequency of the earth. So it's like mirroring the earth's heartbeat. Mm -hmm. And we're, you know, earth beings. So we actually are designed in our bodies also to mirror the earth's heartbeat. That's a way that we come back into coherence in our bodies. And so if we want to bring that our own inner metronome, our own inner frequency back into the earth's heartbeat, one way we can do that is through breath work. And the various scientists, there's some beautiful people who have studied this, like heart math, and they call this frequency our resonant frequency. And that sounds kind of like a you know technical scientific term. What it really is, is it's breathing at about six on the count, five to six seconds in and five to six seconds out and there's no perfect each one each one of us has our own kind of exact frequency that works for us so you can kind of go on you can geek out on this and you can find apps that will help you find your resonant frequency but when i did all the research the scientists said look just go with what feels natural so you know right now i guess i'd invite you to just you know breathe with me 5 or 6 seconds in 5 or 6 seconds out <sighs> Like, let's just do three of them together. It's a little longer than our normal breath. And keep it connected. And if you do that for, let's say, 10, 15 minutes, you're establishing what's called a heart. You're coming into heart rate variability. You're bringing back that that earth's heartbeat back into your body. So that's a very simple, practical way that everyone listening with no technology can start to come back into a greater coherence in their
1: body. Mm-hmm. So those are things that listeners can do now, the breath work. And as you indicated, you know, explore meditation, what uh, you indicated, some recommended ways to start with meditation. Uh, types of activities or look at what resonates with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And you can also just ask yourself this question, am I aware? Mm. You know, this, the art of inquiries, it's got a long history in the Hindu tradition of um, you know, in the Eastern religions. But basically what, what we're doing, we ask ourselves this question, am I aware? And in that moment, in that checking, Right. I ask you, am I aware? And there's like a stop-check moment where you go, Oh, yes, I'm aware, correct? And that moment of checking, that's actually aware your awareness locating itself in that checking moment. The mind isn't actually doing it. Awareness is becoming aware of itself in that moment. And the art of, of this inquiry-based essential, coming back to our essential being is to rest in that space of awareness and, and just allow like the sky that allows the, that you know, is not having an argument when the clouds arise. It's just kind of being with what's happening. And this is kind of the third step of, of inner rewilding is to allow the natural flow of life so we come back to our essential being and we just allow, we allow things to move through, you know? And we don't say that voice that wants to rise up and say, I don't like that. I wish this were different. Why did he do that to me? Why did that person cut my cut me off in traffic? Whatever it is, come back, roll back to the knowing of all these things and see that the knower actually is not one who's having a problem with the traffic it's the mind that thinks they have to get somewhere quickly that's the one that's having an issue with what's here so the more that we come back to to the the knower to the essential being we'll see that the the ground of our essential being is actually already peaceful and happy and awake
1: Mm. so true Hence, going inward is the answer. And I can attest to what you shared earlier about asking yourself those questions, because many times I've asked myself for the guidance and all of a sudden I get that, you know, (laughs) the answer or all of a sudden something appears in my email or, you know, something. I I don't know. it, It just comes. And I'm like, gosh, that's what I asked for. And I just say thank you. And so I've learned to just, you know, not get all twisted within myself trying to find the answers analytically, but to go inward and say, okay, what is it that I need to know? So thank you for sharing that because the answer is within, right? And we will be guided.
2: Yeah, it is because when we step out of the mind, like I need to fix this or how am I gonna do this, right? That is all part of the mind struggling and When we come back to our essential being, which is essentially resourcing this larger, connected, intelligent consciousness that we're all a part of, we resource that. Our wild, soulful self is another way I like to put it. And it has all the answers. That's where our intuition comes from. It doesn't come from the figuring, right? It comes from resourcing this greater intelligence that is is in us and and it is us actually it's it's both and and um and but we can't hear it if we're caught in mind okay it's not available it's like again the windshield is dirty and so we can't see clearly and so that path to clearing the windshield is the defrosting setting is actually to relax back into this beautiful, awake, knowing space and let the answers come to you. Let them let, you know, and ask, as you said, like questions are such a great place to start because when we even, if we ask, like, I wonder what's going to happen next. It brings us into a different space, a space of curiosity, a space of um, openness Mm -hmm. and that openness and curiosity is an invitation for the divine essence the awake alive intelligence to answer
1: you know and it truly will so holly how can listeners connect with you and i think you have a giveaway for the listeners
2: yes thank you so you can connect with me at my website heartmindalchemy.com and uh there's lots of you know, things I share on there, including the links to my meditations, if you'd like to try more of those. Um, And there's also a uh, free biofield tuning session to let your energy flow to get the energy in the body moving. So you can go and download that. And um, yeah, I have a monthly twice monthly community that meets um, at a pretty low price. So if people want to come join my community. I'd love to have you there.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much, Holly, for being on the show today. I have to have you back. (laughs) You know, this (laughs) concept of inner rewilding is so beautiful and showing us how to get unstuck out of our stories is so amazing. The meditation and breath exercises. Listeners tune back in and share the show with others. And Holly, go deeper with Holly and connect with her through her uh, uh, website. Uh, So thank you, Holly, again.
2: (laughs) Thank you so much, Dr. Jean. I just love every time I'm on your show, I just absolutely love
1: talking to you and your listeners. So thank you. Thank you so much. Well, much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. Gently and lovingly release the old self trapped in feelings of unworthiness, not good enough, the old self-trapped in predictable patterns with outworn and faulty beliefs that no longer define who you truly are. It's time to wake up and live, connect, reconnect to our soulful selves. It's time to live a life of calm, peace, and joy. It's time to come home to yourself. This is Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember an empowered self is a loving self and keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you
0: for listening to Love Light this week.